All of the podcasts here at the Sideshow Network are now at the touch of a button on your iPhone and iPad. With the new Sideshow Network app, tune into all your favorite podcasts here at the Sideshow Network. Go to iTunes App Store, search for Sideshow Network, and download our free app to stream all of your favorite Sideshow Network podcasts at any time you want. The top comedians in the world are at your fingertips with the Sideshow Network app for iPhone and iPad. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Innovation Crush. Innovation Crush. See, that was, that was the echo that I was, was, the I echo. was talking about. Um, this is a series by which we explore the best in ideas and doers of ideas, if I can say that phrase, if it even makes sense. But it sounds like it makes sense, right? Sounds good. Great. Sounds legit. It sounds legit. Um, that's all you need, really. We're, we're doers. Um, <laughs> the best. I like the best. I'm a doer. Uh, that's, that's the best doer. And, and the a best giver. Doer. That's powerful. So that's, she have my daughter's teacher do that for st- stickers at her school. <laughs> I'm a doer. I'm the best doer. Uh, and speaking of doers, today we have Interspin with us. Uh, gentlemen, would you like to introduce yourselves? I'm John Meyer, Chief Creative Officer for Interspin. I'm Elsa Choi, President of Interspin. All right. Um, and you guys are both dressed so nice, like uh, uh, we, uh, we nicely creased yeah. white yeah. shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go. I feel like I need to go and action. clean up. Ah, Ray J. Crew. Bonjour. Yeah. Where's your? You have cufflinks? What are you? Oh no, no. Oh, you got them rolled up. I got That's it. A job. Now That's you a do job. the work. You're the face. Is that? Is that the? Is this how this works? I'm not sure. How <laughs> He's the hair. Perception's the hair. reality. <laughs> Perception is reality. It's a good. Uh, the answer is Robert question. Uh, Robert usually asks what's uh, for favorite quotes, but perception is reality is actually oh. one of my favorites. I'll write that down. <laughs> I have more for you. Um, I kind of co- I wrote in my notes. I was like, I wrote you, da- you guys down as the godfathers of the purple mustache. <laughs> uh, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing there? Hey, hey, you still gotta, you still gotta dye that mustache purple. That's right. We're getting, we're getting a lot of, we're getting a lot of flack for you not. Uh, yeah, we're, we're actually getting people writing in wanting to see it. Right. So, uh, give us a little bit of the backspin. Or, yeah, the backspin. Or I was gonna say backstory, but then I said backspin, which I like even better. I do the uh, the backspin on interspin. So you know where to come from. What what's the well, the back spin, the top spin, whatever you need. Side um, spin. Side spin. All, all the different spins. <laughs> golf terms now. All the golf terms? Yeah. Wow. We'll, we'll, we'll should be good with that. It's like a manual. But inner spin. Oh, God. Where do we begin? Uh, I think me and John have been working together for, God, over 10 years. Uh, we had a chance to get together about three years ago and start a shop together with uh, Samuel. Uh, Samuel Coe was our CEO. And uh, we, uh, you know, we, we kind of wanted to do shop kind of in our own kind of, in our own fashion. Right. And uh, kind of break all the rules, and, and it's kind of cliche. How do you define? How do you define that fashion? <clears throat> how do you define that fashion? Like what you know? What is it kind of culturally that you feel like sets you apart when you say you want, you want to break all the rules? You know, how do you do that on a day to day basis? You know, a lot of it. We've been in this business long enough that I mean, God, everybody wants to leave and start their own shop. Uh, right. That think they can do it their own way, um, and some people are successful. Some people right. aren't. Uh, but I think doing it our way is doing a having fun, doing it with people that you like. Uh, it's 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 a pleasure to get up in the morning and and, and work with somebody that you actually enjoy being with. That's true. Yeah, and that's key, man. So Robert and I have such a miserable time. When we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, look yeah, like we it. hate each other. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Just, it's it's awesome. for you to say. I'm sure just now. <laughs> it's not formulaic, right? You know, and every client's different. Every assignment's different. Every uh, budget to do something with is different. So, you know, I'm used to working for the big national, international advertising agencies my whole career, and and we got a chance to do this. It was, you know, Elsa's uh, credit, you know, let's do it our way. And our right. way is really, you know, we don't have a set time. We, we do what we need to do, and we bring in people that uh, like what they do. Right. And so it just it just adds to the fun. But and just even to back up a little bit, but why? You know, if you if you've had a successful run inside some larger organizations and things are apparently going swimmingly, I would imagine you you, know, you have an established career. Why say, all right, now I'm going to be a business owner on top of a creative person? You know, a lot of times when you work at an agency, you don't have a choice of what to work on. Uh, at the big network stuff, right? You're, you're kind of just plugged in, you're parachuted in, and, and you're put on an account. 
Um, you can only do so much with that. Right. Uh, and essentially, there's a lot of structure, a lot of process. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, along the way, you kind of wonder, well, I could have done it a little bit better if we had done it this way. Right. God, I, w- I wish we could have done this instead of that. Yeah, you, you you can lose an account. It's not even your fault. Um, yeah. And you know the politics. I think is really, to me, the worst part of the job in a bigger organization. Right. You know, it just adds to the stress. And and you know, at the end of the day, you just want to do good work. Right. That's really it. Yeah. It's pretty simple. That makes sense. Uh, so when I look at you guys' website. It's it's a pretty amazing website. It looks beautiful and like stands out. And, and I would imagine, obviously, when you venture off and you create your own thing, you have to make a big splash. I, just a general question is kind of like what? Just from the from an ambiance when I look at that website. If I'd never heard of you and I did a Google search for Los Angeles Marketing Agency, what is the one takeaway you want a potential client to have when they you know with them when they walk away from that website? Oh, absolutely! First, first and foremost, that it's it's creative. It, it's a creative site that blends technology, uh, and I think that's really what's what's missing in the industry. Uh, there's a lot of creative shops. Right. I'm not going to put that down. And they're good. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of good digital shops, and they're good at what they do. Right. Yeah. It was, go ahead. Sorry. It was really rare to find a shop that did both, and mm-hmm. that could blend it. And I think that's really been our sweet spot. That's great. And for me, it's they do beautiful work first. And the other reason it looks like it does is we didn't want to put everything we do on it because I think it, it uh, we want you to call us yeah. so we can take a meeting and show you even more of what we do. It's kind of like dangling the carrot a little bit. That's all just, it was. Right. Yeah. And it was a telegraphic image of what that campaign was for that client. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of you know that phone call, what you know when I look at the breadth of capabilities that you guys have in-house – it was really interesting because we had a conversation earlier about uh, just sort of the generalist approach versus the specialist approach. Like, do you guys consider yourselves specialists in, you know, in, any, in that long list of, you know, capabilities? Um, or is it, you know, in this other conversation was really interesting just because it's like, I'm a specialist. Like, this is exactly what we do versus try to be, you know, the, the 360 version of an agency so uh what do you find in that dynamic that well i mean you can't be good at everything but in the course of our careers i think we've done everything or a lot of a lot of things um so we know what works and what doesn't work um you have to have a lot of capabilities because each client's needs are different right they are Uh, you know certain clients need a certain thing other clients need another thing right you just have to understand that what's the right mix for the, for that client at that given time. You know, there's a project or there's a there's a client that comes in with a certain, you know, they have a certain goal, and it's, you can't use the same toolbox or you know the same things every time. Right. You got to kind of use what you know is going to make the most effect for them. But do you but do you find that like people want you to be good at X like? We want social media. Like, or you say, we'll do the social media campaign, or do you go, <laughs> you're like, all right, we'll call, you know, these guys we know that are good at social media. Sometimes. Yeah. You know, I, I think the trap that agencies run into is that they're, they say they're good at everything, and in the end, they're not good at any one thing. Right. right. And so uh, you, you definitely want to run from agencies like that. Uh, but for us, I mean, if we need to call in a specialist, we're upfront about it, and we tell them. Right. Um, so, you know, media and PR and that kind of stuff, I mean, we do. I mean, even when I think of it, uh, you know, I, I kind of lean towards the side of the generalist, right? I, I feel like, you know, you want to be good at marketing, where that's, you know, that is a skill in and of itself in order to, like, look at all the dots to figure out how to connect them. And if, you know, if I am a specialist of sorts, then I it's a very it's a narrower focus. And so when you're going into a client from a consultative capacity and you go... All right, here are all all the dots that we would like to connect. You know, we may not be a hundred percent, you know, in house efficient at, at this thing, but we have recognized the need, and we have enough skills to 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 set that ball in motion. Mm-hmm. See, um, but you hit the nail on the head. It's it's about good work, right? Um, it, you know, one of the most important skill sets that I think in our in our industry is is discerning good work, right? Whether it's you know what in whatever discipline, I think one of the things that at least me and John appreciate is the fact that we'll look at at people's work and we respect the craft, and we can we can look at something and it doesn't matter what discipline it is, we'll right. know if it's good or not. And I, yeah. I think the the central thing is 
and we always kind of get about it, but you'll know when somebody spends time and, yeah. and effort and, and, and is true to their craft. And you got to respect that. And, and I think we respect that. Definitely do. It's rare, but we do. Well, no, it is to look out. Look out in the morning. Like speaking of looking out, right? You have the coldest stare uh, ever seen on television. I do. Um, <laughs> I've heard that before. I'm I go between a serial killer and Richard Branson. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> is that a good? You're a self-made Halloween costume. I am. <laughs> I'm going to wear a spacesuit this year. You mean Astro? There you go. Yes. We have Virgin Galactic on. There, that's me. <laughs> See, um, the, that perfect pitch. We just came up with it now. Um, See, we're in the idea business. This is it. That's why they pay us. That one's, that one's free. We're actually brainstorming <laughs> right now. Right? See, we're brainstorming. Exactly. That's good. I love that. Feel right at home. Um, what was that experience like being on the pitch? I, you know, it uh, it looked rather intense, um, but obviously it's television. So I, you know, I, I want to get the the sort of the real on it. You know, what did you walk into it thinking, and then what did you walk out of it? Like, oh my, was it, oh my gosh, what, what was that? Or was yeah, it like, why are we doing this? And when it was over, <laughs> why did we do that? <laughs> right. Kind of like this podcast. Um, yeah. Uh, why are we here? Like, when we leave, we go, why were we in there? <laughs> I'm kidding. It was fun, actually. It was um, kind of nerve wracking, you know, as they're hooking you up with microphones. And, you know, that was a first for me. And I know it was a first for Elsa. And so when they started strapping us up, we were worried about our every movement and, you know, what we say is being captured. And so, we were a little uh, nervous about that, probably the first day. But then after that, we kind of loosened up, and, and uh, the real us came out. Did, right. did you guys get like your own little, you know, trailer with your name outside? Oh yeah, it's, it's, of course, right. that's, absolutely. That's a, that's I got a bathroom, new bathroom, it's and AMG, slippers, yeah. Yeah. fanners, <laughs> giant fans. <laughs> You know, uh, the, thing, awesome. the, the, the most nerve-wracking thing is that, you know, being in the business, right. uh, you know, we, we produce things, and if we make a mistake, we can go back and, and correct it. Right. You know, there's editing, mm-hmm. and you guys know. it's uh, You know, you have that power to make it better and yes. to make it perfect. Right. We had we had agreed to, you know, as part of being on the show, is we have absolutely no editorial privileges. That is scary. What you see is what you get, you know, a moment on the tongue, of a lifetime of regret, and we had right. to be really careful about that. So it's, you know, you, you kind of find yourself like it's an out-of-body experience. You, yeah. You, you say something and, you know, the cameras are on and you're mic'd up and, and you're kind of like, well, that sh- hell, that wasn't me. Who the hell was that? Like, Jesus, <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Well, yeah, and, and when you're shooting a lot of commercials and, and uh, you know, you're editing in your head, you're actually on the show. And so I'm editing for them, and I'm thinking, oh, well, that was a bad take. I wonder if I can do it again. Right. <laughs> right. No, not a chance. Cut. You're like, yeah. oh, you can't say cut. Yeah. All right, stop, everybody. <laughs> not a chance. No script. Right. Hmm. Yeah, and was it true that you were looking up the other agency on your cell phone? while? True fact. True fact. So what is, what is that like, you know, sizing up the competition? I think when you go in to pitch any job, you know that there's a few other agencies potentially pitching for the same work. You know, do you try and get ahead of the game and find out who, is, who else it might be and or how important is the feedback once you win or lose at work? Well, look, advertising, just like anything, it's a business and it's a cutthroat business. Uh, you need every advantage that you can, you can get. Uh, you know, if you can get information, and that's what we do. We size up our competition. We see if they have a certain area of specialty, perhaps a certain area of weakness that they won't cover. Right. Uh, you know, you get an idea as to what we're up against. And it's just like watching the game film, you know, of, of, of your competition before the week in, in football. Right. You, know, you want to know. Mm-hmm. You, can they, are they going to run? Are they going to pass? Uh, and it's, it's a guessing game. But you need to know these things. And, and having that information. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it, it didn't make us deviate from our game plan. No, not at all. Not really. I think, hell, we were going to do what we were going to do anyways. Yeah, was but, there any sort of adjustment, though? You know, because when you, when you watch that episode, it's like two guys, one with a goatee and long, beautiful hair. And um, <laughs> Is there somebody else in the room you're referring <laughs> thank you, to? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to put this in a box. Oh, about John. <laughs> yeah, you look great, Elsa. Uh, yeah, you look, you look awesome, too. Oh, yeah, you you look awesome, too. Just different look. Long flowing hair. But no, it's like, you, you know, and you're pitching a product, you know, pitching for a product geared toward women. You know, does it, did that at, at any point kind of deter you or cause like, a, you know, an adjustment of sorts as you were ideating through what you're going to come up with. Well, normally we it's just Elsa and I rolling into a meeting first time. So this was no different than how we normally do it. Right. I mean, what I used to see over the years is agencies loading the room with people. Fifteen people would come to a meeting. 
you know, and, and you'd think, I can think and, and heard from many clients, it's like, why did they bring so many? Boy, that's a lot of overhead work. And it also wastes time for the business, right? Big if you, if it's your agency it's and you, you're sitting in a two hour meeting, you got, yeah. you know, 12 people there. That, right. That's, you know, 24 hours worth of work that could have been done. Absolutely. So, not knowing what we were getting into, it was just the two of us, like usual. And then they made a big deal about that, that it was only two guys and this is a female brand. And, you know, for us, it was like, well, yeah, of course we would bring whoever was appropriate for the pitch in right. and we did and so right. it's no different than how we do anything else so i thought it was funny they made light of that in the show that you know it was two guys and what do they know about beauty brands right that's funny well again it just kind of shows that ex- i always use this sort of analogy like as marketers our job is to take a deep dive into our client's business anyway you know it's almost like actors right they, they uh, completely assume a role right you know uh was the guy that played Abraham Lincoln, that guy, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, Daniel day <laughs> But, you know, he he walks around the house as Abraham Lincoln for months at a time, you know, at home. <laughs> so it, I feel like as marketers, it's, it's the same thing. So there is that misconception of you don't represent our, you know, f- you know, from a first look, you don't represent our demo. Right. Um, how, how do you overcome that? Is it just like with the, you know. But, but look, good ideas good insights and good work can come from anybody. Some of the greatest fashion designers in the world for women are all men. And how can you say that a man knows more about fashion than a woman does, right. especially for a woman? Yeah, right. you know, yeah. So, I, and to answer that, it's about the work. Right. At the end of the day, they chose us. Yeah. It was about the work. We got it. Congratulations, by the way. Yeah, hey. That's a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Show's over. Thank you. You didn't watch it. And that's really interesting, too. Just... Um, what I don't know. Just with I, I like the brainstorming process that you guys had. It was just another note that I, that I took in terms of the brainstorming process, right? And it's it's different almost everywhere you go. Like some people bring bells and whistles and toys into the room. Some people like dress up and and it was kind of like, hey, everybody, go off, think about it, and then let's come back together and. and you know, I, I gotta tell you, that, you know, we got a lot of feedback on brainstorming, right? Uh, if you put five people in a room and say, don't come out until you have an idea. You're going to come out with nothing 99% of the time. I mean, for real. I think we've done this long enough to know that. I think brainstorming, as they call it, it's an organic process. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. You could be taking a shower, brushing your teeth. I don't do either of those things. Oh, but, yeah. uh, it's obvious, yeah. I can, I can see that. But I mean, yeah, the, uh, you know, the inspiration will come at any moment, you know, at any time. Uh, I think you just have to surround yourself with people that you know that, 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 can, that have been there, that have done that. That have that capability right. and have the confidence that yeah you know you, you'll come up with something um, and it'll be good. I I I I cringe when I see people like jam into a room and and throw stuff up on a board and say okay well go at it yeah and you know, we're not leaving here until we you know until we figure it out right. So the show when they were this is obviously did make the show for obviously reasons but I'll tell you so when we sat across the table uh, to get briefed for the first time. There was the other agency on one side. There was us and then the clients, as you saw. So there was a bit of a lull, and they wanted to reshoot something. So um, our competitor uh, brings out a fart machine and thought that was funny for the room and started doing that, and then he kind of threw it at us. <laughs> I just have never seen anything like that. I just thought, you know, here's a guy who takes his craft seriously. A fart machine he was walked, thrown at yes, you. Yes, he... Uh, Carries around his own fart machine, I guess, in, in uh, times of trouble. So he'll, he'll pull that out. Bail out. Yeah. Oh. It's quiet in here. Get the fart machine going. Well, you know, reality shows have these things they call OTFs, on-the-fly interviews. Right. So it's, it's, it's right after there's a, a, a pivotal moment or something happens. Uh, they try to capture your feelings. Right. It, was, uh, it wasn't an OTF for John. It was a WTF because he was, <laughs> man, he just lit into that one. That didn't make it either. That didn't make it. Uh, no, it was back to, back to that cold Sarah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I don't mean it. Right. That's my, uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah. So as, as marketers um, in sort of an ever-changing landscape, you know, how do you guys stay relevant, you know, when relevancy is like a three-month window now, <laughs> um, it, you know, because what you even sometimes what you may pitch in April is irrelevant by September. Um, sometimes true. Yeah, yeah. So campaign-wise, or how do we stay current? Both. I, th- I think you know, a and how you service your clients, and then b, I think keeping yourselves informed so that. 
tomorrow when you go into that meeting, you didn't miss the Twitter IPO announcement or oh, okay. you know things like that. Well, you're talking about from from a technological standpoint, from technology, uh, it, it's it's impossible to stay it. You know. Like with everything that's happening, right? Because as soon as you start embracing it and, and and try to utilize it, it's already old. There's something new. Yeah, there's something new. There always, <laughs> always is. is. That's the name of the game, though. It's right. like you know, hey, what is that next new thing? And by the time we get it, it's already old. And you know, I, I don't think that's our formula. It never will be. Uh, I think uh, you know, for me and John, at least, when we go in there, and it goes back to that old thing. When we do a pitch, we put our time into it, and the effort shows. Uh, the thinking's there, right? Uh, you know, I, I think we're we're a slave to our own craft, and that's the thing. You know, we 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 take our business seriously, and uh, we put the time into it. And I think John always says that it's like you know when somebody puts time into it, right? Because if it's half-assed, it's half-assed. That's right? very true. And I think clients appreciate that, and you know when they look at something and yeah, they, they, they know, yeah, they know. And yeah. and back to your point of like I know you guys stress kind of uh, being you know producers of really good work, you know, quality, top-notch, just outstanding work. How do you kind of create like an environment for your employees, you know, and your company to create like a, a company culture that kind of supports that and creates, you know, a, an environment to thrive? It's a good question. Thanks. Go ahead, Elf. Let's <laughs> <laughs> leave now. That was a good answer. That, that, that was the icebreaking <laughs> question. My job here is done. Yeah, John carries a pretty big stick around. <laughs> no, we uh, bring lunch in every Friday. We, uh, you know, we we just just random. We mix it up. We I take should people have out. you talk to my boss. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to bring him in. I'll give him a cold stare. <laughs> you well, can then, you know, add to that. And all, you know, for for us, it's you know when you walk into a work environment whether you're going to fit in and the vibe right? and the vibes it's key because I'm sure you guys have been in places and you're kind of like oh, sisters that, Very true. that pervading feeling of, yeah. of just How who are these I people be here? <laughs> uh, you know, like, I, I, need, I need 90 days yeah. just to get through <laughs> and you can hear a pin drop and, you know what I mean it's just God only knows when that one person's going to come through and right. you're going to be like, with a fart machine yeah holy <laughs> shit oh, you got to run and pretend like you're working and, and you know, for us, I think if you if you come and and I think a lot of people that work with us, they'll, they'll tell you that our vibe is it's laid back. I mean, we genuinely like each other. Right. Everybody that we work with has a, has a good time, and I I, I think any we, yeah anybody, we've hired clients. Oh yeah, we, we, we work with us now. They're like, ah, it's such a good vibe here. You guys are great. You have any openings? <laughs> so, so we did. We yeah. hired. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah, that's great. And they and they work on the business that they used to be. Client side on. They're we, now the, we won't name names, though. No. I, that's why I didn't name. Anybody. Well, I think it's also reflective in the dynamic between the two of you, right? It's, you, you know, it's kind of like the top down, at least from a cultural perspective. Um, you know, what are, what are some of your personal philosophies that you kind of bring to the table? You know, whether it's something from your upbringing or just something you've experienced in life and you go... This is where this comes from in me, and that's what I instill in the teams that I work with. Oh, I, I, for me, the one lesson: it's if if you're gonna do it, do it to the best of your ability. Uh, right. Don't lollygag it, or don't 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 even bother doing it at all. And that's that's the lesson that I was taught early in, and I think that's caused me to have high expectations of myself and everyone else. It, it's it's nothing will get me more mad than being, you know, careless. Right lazy you know and typos typos oh yeah just, <laughs> no, I, I can see it in your eyes a lot of red ink on that paper God. but then you know that's to me that's like you know that's a lesson that's been drilled into me um, and I, we drill it in I mean we're we're perfectionists and I think you should be especially in our right. somebody's paying yeah, you you're money. getting paid for it yeah you're getting paid <laughs> why am I getting typos yeah, that, that, yeah. that's sad because, no it is yeah you know you, you know when somebody puts a time in and I expect people to put as much time in as we put in right and you know put the hours and, and the effort well i mean even from a team perspective right like if if i'm known as the mistake guy and so you feel like every time i give you something it has to be checked and double checked it's you know it's kind of like that cycle of i'm not comfortable enough to like let you go and do your own thing which now means i have more work to do right it's is yeah it's kind of like that's a good point yeah so I don't know where that came from, but uh, some, <laughs> some stuff I've had in the back of my you mind. Want us to look at anything you've written? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure. You sure? You check Speaking of which, I no because what again another thing in my notes I wrote the word camaraderie and I was like I can't spell camaraderie. <laughs> Does anybody know how to spell it? Oh, the C A M or the C. <laughs> See, it's close. It's half. <laughs> See, I, I did the Do same. I was like, Isn't it with a K. 
And it will no. Now no, no, C H A M, I think that's how. <laughs> there it is. C A M A, comma R A D I E. Yes, comma and rotary. Oh, there's a comma in there. Yes, comma there's. Rotary. <laughs> that's, that's with the accent, I think. That's right. Camaraderie. <laughs> Um, so it's, uh, you know, we call the show innovation crush, right? And we, you know, again, look at other trends in the, in industries and things that are out there. Um, what kinds of stuff do you guys look at and you go, wow, that's awesome. I want, you know, I want to make sure we are part of that and we instill that in our campaigns or just, even if it doesn't relate to Interspin, what are just some things that you see that catch your eye that, um, that that you like to, to see happening? Dead silence. <laughs> I just think, you know, uh, I take a lot of my cues from fashion magazines. I think, um, you know, that to me, uh, that's certainly one area. Anywhere, furniture, new furniture design, you know, I somehow compute that. And, and you know, I, I, it helps guide me in terms of new and different things. You know, right. typography and imagery, new, you know, what are the trends in uh, photography? You know, how are people shooting things? How are people... Um, conveying a message in in a new and different way right uh outdoor boards is a prime example driving you know 405 or the 110 you know you know what sticks out for you and why you like it whether it's a new color or a different twist on something the way something shot the new bud campaign the way they've redesigned their cans so to me all that just kind of loads into my brain and helps me keep things current as i approach the next campaign nice yeah. that's how it helps me and it has for a long time for me, yeah. I think the biggest innovation that I see, uh, at least from a technological standpoint, is is mobile, yeah, um, and, and mobile digital interface, and that's what a lot of our clients are having a tough time dealing with, um, because it's, to me, mobile is is, is, is the new frontier. It, it's for the first time. It's it's and it's how you interface with mobile. Everything right. from Google Glass, oh yeah, uh, and to geolocation, uh, to devices that are now truly broadband. You know, right. So now we're able to track behavior and look at context in a way that, that you couldn't do before. Um, you can deliver a message at point of purchase on a device with rich media for the first time. Yeah. I mean, a commercial has somebody standing in front of a TV. You know that they're there and they're thinking about buying the TV. And you can you can stream a spot because you know that they're looking at a certain brand yeah. at a certain price point and right there on the spot. And if it's Google Glass, you know what they're looking at. Exactly. Right? You're able to track their behavior. You'll be able to know where they're looking at, and you, you know. I I look at the innovations even going further than that. I mean, there's there's physiological triggers now that they have. Right. So imagine Google Glass with looking at an iris detector to see if there's an actual physiological reaction at looking at something. Yeah. So he's like some guy's walking down the street and he's looking at some ad or something, and his you know his pupil like. Like well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it, it was that whole neuroscience of marketing, which I, I always find like completely fascinating because it's you know. We look at like what's the flash, what's going to draw attention, what's going to get people engaged, so on and so forth. Then they're looking at like neurons and synapse and things like <laughs> what what's firing when you know even to the point where I read an article of how our sense of touch is kind of it, it connects us to it. Like there's a texture to this notebook or to this can, but touching this piece of glass all day is kind of desensitizing me in a way to just tangible experiences. So I, I mean, I love the fact that you know. It is it, it. There's so many different ways to interact, you know, um, with day to day things. Uh, even along those lines of what you were saying, we spoke to someone from uh, AT and T and their innovation uh, department, and they it was basically like the whole thing, point of purchase, being able to all right offer you a 10% discount right there when you're standing there looking at the TV, you know, wow. <laughs> right there on your phone. Um, how much of the, you know, of that stuff, like I understand John from a, you know, from a creative standpoint, you see, cause I feel like everything tells a story as well. So you look it at does. furniture, you look at, you know, those kind of things. How, how does it translate into, you know, if you're working with bliss, right. <laughs> you know, where, where's the connection for both of you, I guess, just, you know, and, well, I mean, again, our sweet spot, it's pretty simple. It's, it's taking technology and beautiful, creative, and big ideas and then transferring them over. Right. Uh, it, it doesn't matter if it's, it's Bliss. It doesn't matter if it's a car company. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're selling widgets. Right. Uh, it's, if you take really spot on, really well done creative, and then you blend it with 
all the different cool things that we can deliver on yeah. all the different platforms. It's a winner every time. It's, yeah. It's the new technologies and the platforms that are available now are really exciting. Me personally, as a creative, having you know, there was no computer when I started. You had to draw. You had got a job if you knew how to draw and could concept your thoughts through through sketches. And so, um, you know, the thing that's exciting is the new platforms in which to create. You know, in Bliss, for example, the way the mustache on the iPad, they were able right. to swipe it off with just the touch of that, and it revealed a product benefit. And then it reset itself uh, when when you reset the you know the iPad. So that kind of stuff is cool. What you didn't see is that the mustache did swipe, but then when you clicked the button, it dropped a a, a, a bar down that revealed all the product benefits. Oh, That's wow. what they didn't show. Right. So this thing was pretty robust, and it was programmed in such a way that uh, I think it really got them excited because when you saw the expression, they were looking at more than just the mustache moving. So that was cool. Yeah. I mean, for you, I mean, the fact that you can turn something around that fast. Yeah. Right. Yes. You know, don't, uh, don't spread that around. Yeah. No, I know. But <laughs> I, that'll cost you. That, Edit it for television. It's expensive. Yeah, that's, that's, no, you're right. Well, you know what? We cut pretty quickly. And, um, you know, that's another uh, interesting um, benefit to our clients is that we don't profess it. But if we have to turn something around, we, we can do it pretty quickly. Yeah. And at a high quality. Now, again, it depends on who it is and what it's for. And, the things that you have to do for it. But for Bliss, they asked for one print ad. And so once we got that out of the way, we just added to the fun and how you could extend that idea and right. all sorts of different things. I'll put it out there. Honestly, it's you'll know an agency and you'll know a person if you put them under the gun. Everybody can laugh and look at the show, the pitch, and whatever. Ah, and they can Monday morning quarterback, and they can say, I could have done that. Oh, that right. idea was stupid. You get mic'd up. You get followed around for two weeks, and you get five days to deliver a national campaign. Let's see how many people can step up. On, and do yeah. it. on top of your other work. Yeah. Yeah. On no, top of exactly. the pain clients. That was the other thing. I was like, <laughs> the, your your work didn't stop. Like, this is no, TV, no. you know, yeah. production, and you still have a, an agency to run yeah. in the in the midst yeah. of that. Well, we had golf. We had drinking. We, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of shit to get in the way. We're in a gondola. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey. It's like, come on. All work and no play. You know, come on. Like, you guys should do a montage. I mean, I like the montage of you guys working together, like, that was on the show, but you should actually just do one on your own. Like, just do a montage. <laughs> my, this, we should. All right. Note yeah, we'll to self. The, we'll start with the podcast <laughs> let's exactly. take it, let's baby steps so uh give us an example of inner spin in action right like walk us through maybe a case study that you feel like all right this is the a perfect example of the blend of our capabilities and the perfect res- or almost perfect 98 percent. an actual client you mean sure if i mean if you're allowed to discuss or well you know we we, we work with a diverse range of clients right um so which i'm thinking about which client can, we can actually get clear to talk. I mean, we do a lot of we do some, we, we're doing some fashion stuff right now. Okay, some fashion brand for fashion brand. Yeah, uh, international. We're launching a new hotel. Oh, awesome! A, a bicycle casino oh. hotel. Okay, yeah, yeah. a brand new hotel. Uh, working on branding for those guys. Uh, like Avenue, one of the largest apparel costume companies. Out right. Of, uh, we're also doing rebranding for those guys. Yeah. Um, Miss Me Jeans, which we can just announce that we just won. Nice. Uh, that's a congratulations. Nice. Uh, that's yesterday. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. More to come. More to come. More to come. Breaking news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you heard it here for her first, folks. But a lot of these guys have different needs. Um, but you know, a, a good idea of Interspin in Action is one of our one of our oldest and dearest clients, Sugar Foods. Uh, they're mm. a very mm-hmm. entrepreneurial company, and they need a lot of things. Uh, right. You know, from branding to packaging to social media uh, to website development to custom app stuff to backend. Right. You know, ERP solutions. Uh, they're looking for everything. Uh, so they need a lot of things at, at, a, at a really quick pace. Um, and because they're entrepreneurial, they need an agency that's, that's similar. Sure. Um, and we handle, almost, we handle all their brands. Uh, we do everything nuts to bolts, uh, you name it, and we integrate. Um, and that's a prime example of how we, you know, of the type of client and, and the type of workload that, that we carry for, the, for, uh, for them. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants it tomorrow, don't they? <laughs> they can't have it, but in our case, in, in some levels, you know, we, we move pretty quickly. Right. You know, but we don't shortchange our steps in terms of quality, in terms of the idea, in terms of uh, execution and finish. I think, you know, because we're smaller and more nimble than any other place I've been, um, you have to be. And I think that we have a senior group of people that have done this time and time again. So it's kind of a tried and true method that it works. So right. it really does work. And, you know, my, my thing over the last 30 years is I keep it simple and make it beautiful. And it's right. always worked and it still works. And 
you flip through magazines or outdoor boards, the best ones are simple, but they're beautiful. Do you find that there's a, or what are the disadvantages of being a smaller agency, right? Like if you, you know, um, versus the, some of the larger houses that are out there? Well, I mean, first and foremost, I think there's a certain stigma of being a smaller agency that immediately they're saying you can't handle it because of your size. Right. Um, and you know, they, they, they don't, you don't even make this, you don't even make a list. Uh, they're saying, well, you don't have the type of size that we need. Right. Um, I, I think there's a certain. And why, like, why is this, why is size important, ladies? <laughs> no, but, but seriously. <laughs> Wait, is the, ch- is the show changed? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are we on a different topic now? I love it. Our hour must be. Yeah, well, no, but, but, like, but, you know, we've, we've spent most of this conversation saying, like, the work speaks for itself, right? The work, the work, the work. And then you go to pitch and you show, show it to, uh, let's call it a Coca-Cola. And they're like, okay, you guys are too small. Like, but we just, you know, we just did our dog and pony. Uh, you know, how do you, I don't even know if, if it's how do you overcome that or how do you navigate that sort of? See, I almost think that's a different issue. In other words, do you have the scale of people to handle the size of the account? You know, you, you walk in with a campaign idea, they love it, they'll want to execute it. I, I think those are two different topics, in, in my opinion. I mean, I've I've kind of done it both ways. You know, I've worked for big global agencies, sure. and you know that was fine, but you know. I guess you attract the type of clients that, you know, scale with you. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Like, you know, we would, you know, we'd never like, you know, what, Microsoft, you've just been awarded the global brand. You're like, <laughs> oh, really? Great. Well, but I've done How enough. do we staff for this thing? Exactly. I, I've done enough. I, I, I ran new business for 10, almost 10, 10 years plus. For, you ran new business? I ran new okay. business I, for one of the largest IPG agencies okay. out there. Um, and it, it, it's very formulaic in, in terms of some of the bigger accounts. There's an RFI, an RFP, you know, request for information, request for, you know, request a proposal. And the, the question is always the same, you know, size, billings, number mm-hmm. of employees, you know, capabilities. And they strike you down from there. Uh, and, and it's sad. Yeah. Because what I'm seeing, at least a trend now, is a lot of agencies realize that the bigger agencies, a lot of the good ideas and a lot of the innovative stuff doesn't come out of those guys. Right, because they t- they tend to be too formulaic, and and you kind of get ground in, in certain, and you attract a certain type of person for that. Light and nimble is a little bit different because we can kind of push the envelope, and we can go out there, and that's sad because they think that we're small, so you can't get in there and do great work, yeah, and innovative stuff. And they're pushing these big dinosaur agencies. They go, ah, you know, I want the next big innovative idea. Well, what, what, I mean, what kind of tactics do you guys employ to get in the faces of those individuals? I mean, are you going to conferences and, you know, are you going to forays and kind of representing yourself as. That's <laughs> yeah, a waste of time. As, 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 as there's been. No, just, no yeah. I'm teasing. I, 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 we don't. We don't do that. Right. Um, uh, I, you know, our last three or four accounts we got because they saw work that we did. And right. That's how we ended up. It's the best way to get the work, though. Greatest way to get it. Word of mouth is still word of mouth. Yeah. I mean, it's the most powerful marketing, you know, tool out there. Yeah. Somebody recommends you and says, hell, they did a great job for us. You know, you should be working with them. That's it. Um, Risk management. Right. I I think a lot of times you go into a situation where you have an opportunity to pitch or talk to a client, and then a lot of times you you'll find that they're either fishing or just trying to get information or, you know, how do, how do you avoid that? Cause a lot of agencies want to are in the, they're trying to add that, especially agencies, your size are like, well, how do we get paid for our thinking? You know? And then also do the work. Uh, the great old, questions. The old spec coming work. from a veteran. Ah, yes, yes. We, been we, but we have some examples. Yes. We can't tell you who the client is. Well, we've One been of them's in Santa Monica. <laughs> what does it start Monica? with? Uh, there's there's a few there's a few clients. It's the yeah. uh, the brain drain. Yeah, they oh, yeah. they saw work we did. We got called in. It was a brand that we actually wanted to do work with. It was a right. beverage company. I'll leave it at that. So we, I love we, beverages, by the way. Yeah, yeah, they're good. I, we, don't, we don't have any, but I'm, I'm glad you guys I like you guys water. I'm glad you guys like beverages. <laughs> so crazy. we we ended up just kind of a meet and greet, and it went downhill from there. They just drained our brains for. We were in there, we thought thirty minutes. We were there for two and a half hours, and then we got shortchanged on the way out. Had to pay for half the parking to get out. Because yeah. he didn't validate us. <laughs> and it was just like... I'll validate this. you. Know, yeah, well, do I look good? Yeah, uh, thanks, man. Yes, good. good one. Oh, yeah. It was, well, good. You know, Big you, on puns. You can tell, you can tell when, when, when somebody's on a fishing expedition uh, just by the way that they're you know, structuring their pitch and or questions and things like that. Um, 
I think the really serious clients, uh, they want to pay for good ideas and great ideas, and and they know that that has value. Right. Uh, on on the, on the opposite on the opposite spectrum, you know, there's there's guys that think, hey, I'm going to try to get five agencies in, and you know what I mean. Not right. pay anybody. Pull all the knowledge and pull then all the knowledge, all the ideas. Gather my team or hire some one person <laughs> to do it for half the price. Maybe not even go there. You right. Know. Right. And it never works out well for them. Uh, yeah. And I'll tell you, you uh, you know, it's a small t- it's a small town, it's a small industry, and you know who does that. Yeah. And uh, you know, we, we we've yeah. been exposed to that situation. Yeah. We're, we're careful now. We you know, once somebody starts really digging, we we uh, gloss over it. We don't want to give too much away. Yeah. Because now we know they're on a fishing expedition. Well, so it's like, you guys haven't glossed over yet in this interview. <laughs> I left some in my car. I'll be right back. <laughs> You'll get an invoice. Don't worry. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, it would, is that an area, like, are you guys, you know, looking? And what is kind of your growth strategy? Like, are you looking to stay the, you know, this, how, how, how big is the team now so far? About 20, a little over 20 full-time employees. Okay. Now, would you like? Is that where you're looking to stay? Do you want to grow? Would you grow more of a, a consultancy type of practice, where it's just, it is the ideas, it is kind of walking a brand through a, a 12 month strategy or whatever, versus being the executioners of uh, well, exactly. Yeah, uh, you don't want to kill anybody, but you know what no, I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> you know, I, I think, and when when we go into a pitch and we we talk with a client, uh, we we just we know that they're going to be a good fit for us. Uh, if, if a client's a good enough fit, and, and it, it goes both ways. Right. I mean, a, a client's basically hiring an agency that's a good fit for them. If we feel as though you know it's, it's a good fit both ways, yeah, we'll invest and, and we'll go up there. It's just hard to find those kind of relationships. Right. You know, a lot of times, you know, these agency relationships are are, are so one way. It's a it's either a client that you know needs an agency, they don't really, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, not, yeah. the magic's not there, and you know they're going to flip them out after a year or two, and yeah, that's not so great. Right. Or an agency is working on a client, and then they're just waiting to just trade up, and they're like you know, hey, gotta get out of here. <laughs> kind of like my marriage. Yeah, but uh, no, just kidding. That's a out. topic we can yeah. talk about. <laughs> no, but you know what? I think the hardest part for us is scaling now is finding the right people with the right skill sets at the right time at the right price point and being able to scale and kind of keep the fun that we've created mm-hmm. that's the hardest part right you know i you ask you know what what's our real growth strategy i think it's we want to continue to do new and interesting work in various categories that interest us and uh, hopefully interest the rest of the agency and so you know the minute that it starts to get you know, we, we don't want to go after government work and stuff like that. We want to go after things that we lifestyle brands that we actually, you know, right. wear, would wear, enjoy, drink, eat, that kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. And I agree with John. I think one of the biggest problems with scale is your work starts to suck. And, yeah. And, and you lose you lose sight of that. And then that's where it's kind of it becomes a financial model. It, it's right. okay. Well, we picked up this piece of business, and yeah, it's not our best, and we don't have our best people on it, but it's an income stream. Yeah. And, you know, certain agencies have to get, they get, you know, you get scale and you have to make certain hard choices because, you know, the top people can't be everywhere. It's impossible. That's true. And, you know, eventually you reach a point where, look, we can only take so many clients and we can only do so many things in any given day. Um, And it's a disservice for us to take on a client. And I've seen a lot of agencies do it. They'll roll in the pitch team. Oh yeah, these guys are great. Great idea. Yeah, and then they put in, they put in the C yeah, team. Yeah, to, you know, to, you know, clients know though. <laughs> now, am I going to see you guys again? Yep. Right. And that's the that's the sixty four thousand dollars question that a client will ask you. Yeah. Like, how many hours am I going to get with you? Like for real? You're like this one? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd laugh, but it's the truth. no. It, no, I've yeah. I've been there, and it's it, it, it and it's also tough. It's tough to like you know because it's also like there's that opportunity cost, right? Like to do uh you know maybe not the best scope of work or whatever for a particular client it just to develop the relationship and then it's is it your time is it the b team's time is you know and how do we want to do we even have the opportunity to grow this account like you know that's um it's always kind of like the the, the funny sixty four thousand dollars <laughs> question uh have you ever guys ever seen hero dreams of sushi the documentary oh yeah Jiro? Yes, Jiro, yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, again, my spelling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, th- you know, these apprentices go and spend 10, you know, 10 years under Jiro learning something as simple as rice, right? And, and how to prepare it and things like that. Uh, I noticed on the show, 
right? There was a girl who wanted to, who you thought should go in and pitch for Bliss. When is a, a junior or you know a staffer maybe a, a couple of rungs down on the on the ladder ready? Eleven years. Uh, <laughs> next, next question. Go ahead. John dreams of marketing. I, uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's no like there's no defining moment yeah. that somebody said we're ready. I've seen people do it for for so long and they're still not ready. Yeah. I mean, you could be in it for twenty years and never be ready. You could be in it for a year and be ready. It's just. You know, to me, it, it, and we, we, we call this a lot, it feels right. And you just know for that prop, for that situation, right. and that's, that's part of it. You kind of have to make certain calls based on what you feel. Uh, it's just like looking at creative or anything else. You know, if it feels right, you know, it's usually going to be okay. And, uh, you know, at that time, for, with, with Lisa, it felt right. You know, we made the call and, you know, we brought her in. Yeah, she, she did a great job. Yeah. Shout out to Lisa. Yeah, Shout so out to Lisa. She's okay. still working with you guys, right? Just she over. is. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I hope you're working. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll call you in a minute. We're watching you. Um, so again, you know, on the show, we kind of explore, you know, ideas and how they actually come to be, and what's the process. What are you know, what are the operational procedures that happen? Um, but just thinking a little bit more broadly, and I'll throw this out to either of you. Um, finish this phrase. You ready? All right. Uh, innovation to me is. Something no one's seen before. Does it exist? Uh, when I see it, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you it's innovation. Great. How's that? <laughs> what if you never see it? If a tree falls? You know, I'm, I'm waiting for the next big innovative thing. There's like, you look in the past, there's tons of them. Right. But looking forward, well, you know. That to me is innovation. Yeah, something. No, you're right. You're, really I mean, you're, I'm teasing, but you're it absolutely right. It actually changes the way you do something, or you see something, or you know, performance. Mm-hmm. That's innovation. Yeah. It, to me, innovation is doing it better, doing it better and more efficiently. Right. And uh, you know, it's 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 a tough word. It's it's you know, people think they're innovative, but how many people really are? Yeah. And it's, it's it's elusive. Yeah, it's it's true. I think a lot of people look at an end product as innovation, but also, you know, I, I always feel like there's at least a, where we kind of end up on the show is the process by which you get there, right? In the 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 process that goes into the thinking behind how you make something better, right? You can look and go, oh, we shouldn't have it do this, and then like. That sounds great. Sounds and ideas great. come a dime a dozen. It's, you know, the ones. Bad ones, that, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got yeah. a ton of bad ones for you. <laughs> but innovation is at the heart of everything we do. Yeah. That's, we look at things and say, how do we disrupt the category in a new and different way, uh, whether it's through message or the way we approach a visual or, you know, a campaign. It's, is this, you don't want to do something different for different sake. You want to do something that's better than the categories doing it now. You know, right. the banking industry, the beverage industry, they all look, say, the same things. It's yeah. true. And so we like to differentiate the brands that we do work with and how do we do that. That's usually our starting point. That's awesome. You know, innovation, though, man, it, for real, it's, it's, it's a byproduct of all the failures. And hmm. you have to have failed and you had to have fallen on your ass in order to get back up and, and, and really brush yourself off and find a way to overcome. Yeah. And that's where true innovation is. It's, it ain't easy. It's not like all of a sudden it's just, oh, I got it. Damn, this, this is what we need to do. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's just like anything else. It's, you look at the best inventors, believe me. It's, Edison said it, right? 99% yep. perspiration, right? Yeah. and 100% it, inspiration. It, 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 it's funny, it, you know, when people look at a success they don't see the failures, right? Exactly. They, they don't see, or, you know, when you guys go into a room and you pitch, like you don't see all the stuff that was left in the, you know, in the conference room, you know, um, and not that those are failures, but it, it takes work to get to that final thing, you know, and then it changes even after the client says, yes, we like this. And you go, all right, now we have to innovate on top of that. And you know, the funny thing is now we have to create it. Oh yeah. Right. Sure. <laughs> well, you know, we always talk about that. It's, it's funny because it's like, oh, you guys make it look so easy, but it's not right. It's like an athlete, man. You know, you see Jordan put a jump shot, right? Ah, oh, man, he's like a natural. But what you don't see is the 10,000 jump shots he was taking yep. as a little kid at practice and, every, and everywhere else. It's like you got to be, you know, you got to put the time in. 
Yeah. Well, the professionals make it look easy. Yeah. Well, that's like anybody. a professional interviewer. Makes well, it look go. easy. <laughs> as he's I don't searching make for, look as he's searching for his next easy, question <laughs> on his Mac. No, I actually wrote that. I, I was going to steal that. Uh, innovation is a by, byproduct of all the failures. So, um, uh, And I, I don't really have more questions. I mean, I do, but I, you know, I want to be respectful of you guys' time. You know, I, you obviously have an agency to run and yeah. somebody's <laughs> we enjoyed it. paying yeah. for this. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Good, yeah. yeah, thank you. Good luck on Thanks your show. Thanks for coming on. Um, uh, so, so everybody, this is oh. Before I do that, where can people find Interspin? Where are you on the interwebs? On, on the, the on the mobile check, devices? You can check us out on www. Does anybody say www anymore? No. Interspin.com. <laughs> that's that's our i n n e r s p i n. Yeah.com. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Yeah. What does Interspin mean, out. by the way? What does it mean to you guys? Oh, well, maybe you could tackle this one, John. You're, no. the, you're the creative. We've had so many different guy. meanings. It, it was basically it existed as a entity, and so. Um, well, let me give a shout out to our CEO. It's, it was his brainchild, Sam. If you're out there, uh, he's got to pass it off to him. Sa- we'll, Sam uh, Cole. Yeah, he's he's the he's the real guy. Though. That's a show in itself. Yeah. You may want to bring him back for a in depth. Let's do it. Well, yeah. spin meaning. <laughs> Sam, you heard that? Yeah, he, uh, he's a, he's actually the guy. I mean, he was the brainchild that yeah. brought together me and John, and and basically, you know, he's the driving force behind kind of moving things forward for us. And you know, Interspin was his baby, so it's a big just shout out to him. That's great. Yeah, great guy. Cool. Well, uh, everyone, this has been another episode of Innovation Crush. Uh, I thought you were going to do the echo there. I, even paused I, I, I tried to throw you off. Uh, no. You I can't was, throw was, me I was, off. I was man. watching you the whole time. No. I was like, <laughs> we made eye contact and everything. Yeah. But uh, forget it. I'll do it myself. Innovation uh, Crush. Thank you. <laughs> I thought I'd step in and help you out. Do you want to jump? Thanks, thanks John. Uh, <laughs> I'm staring, staring at you. Staring at you. I don't know. No one likes it. All right. And we'll ride this one out on that note and talk to you guys next time. Thank you. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and 3 comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.